This is Joel Duick with a story from Wednesday, February 13th, 2008. Today after work, I hopped on my bicycle, so to speak, and rode down to the Minnesota Center for Book Arts in downtown Minneapolis. Just before I left work, Dave, one of the engineers, who is a mountain-climbing, progressive, jazz-playing engineer and not your stereotypical kind, entrusted me with a book of his. The spine backing was coming off, and he thought I might be able to find some kind of specialized tape or something for it at the Book Arts Center. The book was the 1979 printing of Cameron Hydraulic Data, 16th edition. Surely a beloved and well-worn favorite in any man's library. I stopped for a bite to eat on the way in and having no other reading material, turned to this borrowed tome as my sole source of literary provenance. If I am alone, it is simply not possible for me to eat without reading something. What, after all, is the point of just eating? Eating, though often a social activity, is really only something pleasant to do while reading. My mother had a rule. No reading at the table. But my eye's voracious appetite for words was not to be thus cheated, And we found a workaround. We read cereal boxes. And this was okay in the eyes of the law. A printed thing shall ye not bear with ye to the breakfast table, neither shall ye be antisocial by feasting your eye upon any bound volume or magazine or loose sheaf of paper whereupon is written any words. Howbeit for some mysterious reason ye may read the backs of the cereal boxes. And read them I did. Front, back, nutrition information, inane little mazes and quizzes, not shown actual size next to photographs, countries of origin. Anything was better than simply looking at your food and eating it like a dumb beast. What's the good of being human and sentient if you can't occupy your mind during the drollery of refueling? My ideal dream cereal was one that would be like a subscription cereal, where every box would be different. It would have elaborate cartoons, encyclopedia excerpts, or even serialized novel chapters. Yes, pun intended. The worst were these Cub Foods cornflakes boxes that had no writing on the back, just the same picture as on the front. How could anyone be so lazy and wasteful with all that printable space, I thought. So you have an idea now, maybe, of why I found the 16th printing of Cameron's hydraulic data to be pretty juicy reading over a turkey sandwich dinner away from home, compared to some of the other stuff I've put up with. Quote, Liquids are said to be practically incompressible. This is true for most considerations at low pressures, but at higher pressures and as temperatures vary, there will be changes in density which must be taken into account. All liquid pressures can be visualized as being caused by a column of liquid which due to its weight would produce a pressure equivalent to the pressure at the point in question. Meaty stuff this, if unromantic. By this point, my non-engineering mind is already trying to visualize columns of liquid being compressed and exerting pressure which somehow reminds me of the surfing turtles in Finding Nemo, and how did that weird current in the ocean in that movie really work, anyway? The letterpress course was good. The real opportunities for creativity will come next week, however, this being only the first class. When we left at 9 p.m., it was snowing. A fine, dry, powdery kind of icy spark snow. The end. (laughs)